Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we all know that alcohol is an addictive drug. We know that it causes premature death, it causes car accidents, it ruins lives, it ruins dreams. We all know this stuff, but at the same time, we continue to drink it, right? Millions of people try to stop drinking alcohol every single day, knowing all of these negatives, yet they might last till the evening and they'll pick up another drink. Now, today in this video, I'm gonna explain why you need to stop drinking alcohol, but most importantly, I'm gonna explain how you can make the decision to not drink the most easy, simple, enjoyable decision that you've ever made in your life. Now, how I'm gonna do this is I've got these three mental frameworks that help people make any decision, right? Because at the end of the day, we are a sum of all of the decisions that we've made, right? If we make good decisions, we have a good life. If we make poor decisions, we have a poor life. So I'm gonna show you these frameworks and then what we're gonna do is we're first gonna apply drinking alcohol into each of these frameworks and then we're gonna apply not drinking alcohol into these frameworks and you'll see why stopping drinking is not actually difficult. It's a very logical choice. It's a rational choice. It's a simple decision. Listen, this this has the power to not just change your drinking, but you can apply these frameworks to any area of life, right? This is going to blow you away. You'll have never seen anything like this before. The very first mental framework that I've got for you is called second order thinking. Now, what second order thinking is, is thinking of the consequence of an original action. So individual takes action here. Now, what you then start doing is, okay, that's one consequence that happens when I make this action. What's the next consequence? What's the next consequence? What's the next consequence, right? It's being able to think about how a simple decision can have knock-on effects to different areas, right? That's the first mental framework that we're going to apply, second-order thinking. The other mental framework we're going to apply is this thing of decision half-life, which is basically how long after making a decision do you need to make another decision? And the third and final thing that we're going to be talking about is asymmetrical decision-making. So this is finding things with very small inputs that produce very large outputs. And, and this is like a really great way to make any decision in your life. You think about the second order, third order, fourth order consequences, you look at the decision half-life, uh, and you look at the asymmetries, small inputs, large outputs. Now, I actually learned this uh, from another video by Sam Evans. So I'll link you to the video that I watched down below. Really awesome video where he talks about applying this in a business standpoint, but we're going to specifically apply it to alcohol. So let's break it down for drinking alcohol. First order consequence of drinking alcohol. You drink the alcohol, you spend some money, right? The first order consequence of drinking alcohol is very insignificant, right? The actual, and this is why we do it because in our head, it's like, oh, it's just a drink, right? It's very, very, very easy to rationalize having a drink. So easy because it's just a drink, right? And, and because what we do is we're so in the moment and like we feel discomfort and we don't feel quite right and we drink the drink and immediately those feelings go away. It's so easy to rationalize this. But what people don't do is they don't think about the second, the third, the fourth order consequence. Now, I'm really sorry when I do this because I'm, I'm, I'm really going to be brutal here. But let's say that you're at home, you've got a family. You choose to drink a drink, right? What's the second order consequence? Well, the second order consequence is maybe you wake up the next morning with a hangover, Right? And your kid has seen you drink that night. So you wake up with a hangover the next day. You don't feel great energy. You don't feel so happy. And maybe instead of spending one-on-one -on -one quality time with your children, you lie on the couch feeling sorry for yourself. 
And your child sees that. Now, listen, it, it, this is like me really going deep here. So I apologize if I offend you. But then what can happen is what's the consequence of doing that repeatedly? Maybe your kid doesn't feel like you really care about them, even though you do, right? They, they just don't feel that way, which can then lead to, you know, that kid feeling unloved and then maybe finding drugs themselves. The list goes on and on and on. What is a seemingly insignificant decision to drink alcohol, the second and third order, fourth and fifth order consequences of that can be absolutely dramatic. Same thing, like let's say somebody wants to lose weight. They have a drink, no major problems, right? What's the next consequence? Well, maybe they eat poorly that day. They eat poorly the next day. They don't go to the gym and they start to kind of build this character of somebody that doesn't really follow through with, you know, training commitments, nutrition commitments, etc. This is the thing with drinking alcohol, the second, third, fourth, fifth order consequences are bad, but we don't consider that. So do it now. Like just take a moment, maybe pause the video and just have a think. Like if you drink alcohol, what is the second order, third order, fourth order, fifth order consequence? I know for me that when I drank alcohol, I've lost wallets, I've lost relationships, I've, I've failed businesses when I've been drinking. There have been so many consequences that have resulted from that simple decision to drink. So the next framework is the decision half-life. If you make a decision to drink alcohol, when do you need to make another decision to drink alcohol, right? And, and this is going to make sense. So you decide to drink alcohol and maybe that night you've got to make another decision within 30, 40 minutes saying, do I drink another drink or not? You make that decision, you make another, you make another, you make another. The decision to be a drinker, you have to repeatedly make these decisions, which really clouds up judgment for many other things in life, which we'll get to later on in the video. But the decision half-life of being a drinker it's a decision that you need to make again and again and again and again. Am I going to drink tonight? Am I not going to drink? How much am I going to drink? Where am I going to drink? What am I going to drink? There are many decisions. We can only make a finite number of decisions every day. And if you want to cloud your head up with how much am I going to drink? When am I going to drink? Etc. Etc. That's taking from other areas of your life, whether you like it or not. Instead of making a decision of, I don't know, reading a book and doing something positive and something that's going to add value to your life, you instead are using that decision-making power to drink alcohol, right? So we've got to think about the half-life of decisions. And the half-life of drinking alcohol, for some people it's minutes, for some people it's days, for some people it's weeks. We've got to think about that. Now, the third thing that we've got to think about is this thing of asymmetry. So what this is, is where you've got inputs here and outputs here. And what we want to do when we make decisions is we want to find decisions that we can make that have got a very small input that create a very large output. When it comes to drinking alcohol, there is a very small input, right? It's like you think about it, it's like the input and the action is tiny. The output of drinking alcohol is tremendous. It's adding weight, it's broken relationships. The output from drinking alcohol from the third, fourth, fifth order consequences, it's, 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 it's dramatic, right? So really, if you apply these frameworks to drinking alcohol, it's the most irrational, illogical, ridiculous decision that we can make. I'm not trying to speak down and I'm not trying to like break your balls and give you a hard time. I'm just being real with you. The decision to drink alcohol, if you apply these frameworks, is ludicrous. Now that we've kind of got over that, uh, and again, sorry if that was a bit harsh, but it has to be said, let's actually break down these mental frameworks when it comes to being a non-drinker. So what's the first order consequence of not drinking alcohol? So I'm not saying that the first order consequence of not drinking alcohol is zero, right? There is a consequence. For example, maybe you upset a friend, right? Maybe you've been used to using alcohol for many years uh, to relax after work and now you've got to do something else. But the first order consequence, for some people, it's going to be there. For me, it's not there at all. Like there is no first order consequence of not drinking alcohol. But there, there might be a very small trade-off. 
What's the second order consequence of not drinking alcohol? Well, let's break it down. You wake up the next morning and you feel great, right? You don't have a hangover. You've got good energy. You're thinking clearly. Things are in a good place. That's the second order consequence. But then what happens? Maybe you've got more energy to play with your kids. Maybe you've got more energy to crush your business, to smash your health goals, right? Then what's the third order consequence of that? Well, you become a better character. You become more confident. Then what's the consequence of that? Maybe you become like a leader in your business. I don't know what it is, right? The, the consequence of the second order, third order, fourth order consequences of not drinking alcohol are huge in a positive way, in a good way, right? You're more focused, you've got more energy. So many great things happen as a result of that simple decision to not drink and it ripples outwards, right? Let's look at the decision half-life. So the decision half-life to become a non-drinker, if you make a true decision to become a non-drinker, your decision half-life is zero. You make the decision and you never need to make the decision again. That's why I always talk about going all in with your decision, not doing a 30-day test or challenge or whatever you want to call it. I always talk about going all in, making the full commitment and never having to make that decision in your life again. Because now what happens? Well, you free up your decision-making ability for the areas that matter to you, right? You're able to make better decisions for your family, better decisions for your career, better decisions for your health. You can start making important decisions instead of deciding whether or not you want to drink. Like, do I poison myself or do I take better care of my family, right? What an easy decision to make. Of course, you want to take better care of your family. And the decision half-life of being a non-drinker, once that decision is made, you never need to make that decision again, which means you can make better decisions outside in other areas of your life. Which leads me to the final point. And it's this point of asymmetry. The input of not drinking alcohol is tiny. It is tiny. The actual action of not drinking alcohol is so damn simple. You just don't put the drink to your mouth. It's the tiniest input that you can make. And the output that you get from that is tremendous. It is absolutely tremendous. I'm telling you, I don't think that there is a better thing that an individual can do that's going to have a better impact on their life. The act of not drinking alcohol means you've got more energy, means that you look better, you feel better, you feel more confident, you feel happier. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And it's such a tiny, tiny... Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.